Welcome to Series 2, Episode 1 of Behind the Music. In this series, we will look at the inspiration of my composition writing as an adult and the influences surrounding the music. Also, will help the listener to get more out of the music they're listening to. Last week, I left our listeners with three questions to answer. The first question was, at what point in the music does Jake shake his head and flap his wings? Jake does this when the music increases in tempo. So the answer to question two is yes, the music does change tempo. The third question was how the music makes you feel. Some of the comments were calm, relaxing, positive, and pleasant. Thanks for your answers and comments. After the break, we'll discuss what this week's composition is. This week's composition is a classical music style piece. I wrote this composition not long after Jake's lullaby. At the time, I was working on a number of pieces by Chopin, a number of his preludes and waltzes. For those who don't follow classical music, a prelude is by definition as follows. Musical composition, usually brief, that is generally played as an introduction to another larger musical piece. So when performing a concert as a solo pianist, it usually includes at least one prelude near or at the beginning of a concert, followed by a larger work, like a waltz or nocturne or sonata. Chopin wrote 24 preludes. Interestingly to note that Chopin's 24 preludes are not only significant as a cycle of beautiful piano compositions, their originality and the composer's innovative approach has changed the shape of preludes as a gender forever. Before Chopin wrote his cycle, the word prelude referred to two musical constructions. There are also a few preludes that he wrote that were not included in the 24 originals that were found later and have been added. Here's an example of one of Chopin's preludes I was working on and performed. This was one of Chopin's more wild compositions. Thank you. 
This prelude is prelude number 22 in B major. This is not as well known as his others, and is quite different from his normal sweet-sounding melodies. But this shows his diversity. He was able to switch gears easily. He had a big influence in the prelude we're highlighting today. After the break, I'll discuss the title and why there are numbers. The title of this prelude is Prelude in D Major, Opus 10, Number 1. You might wonder why there are numbers. The numbers are used as a catalog number. So if I have written five preludes, I use the key the piece is written in and which number it was, my first, second, third, or fourth, and so on, and then an opus number or a catalog number. Just a little trivia on why we use numbers in classical music. The other influence in writing this prelude was I wrote it on a day off. So it was a nice, relaxing day. Let's have a listen to it now. While listening, see if you can picture yourself having a nice, relaxing day off. Warm up, please. To give the picture of relaxing, I used arpeggios in the left hand. The melody was to express the feeling of being happy and not rushed. After the break, I'll let you know what to listen for and the questions to answer for next week.
While you're listening, which way are the notes in the arpeggios going? Up, down, or up and down? Are the trills played fast or slow? And how does it make you feel? Send me your answers and comments. We'll discuss them in the next episode. This piece is on my album Expressions on Spotify and Apple. Or go to my website, http colon forward slash forward slash nancymlcmusician.org. Thanks for listening. Have a good week and stay safe.